Terry and the Pirates. At the Chinese Army's experimental gas laboratory, a large tank of Moy Ben gas exploded. And soon the nearby town of Min Chow, in the little valley in the Kunlun Mountains, was the victim of this strange new chemical gas which destroys everything made of steel. Now, in just a moment, we'll join Pat Ryan and Terry on today's transcribed adventure in Min Chow. Terry and the Pirates is brought to you by the makers of Libby's Pineapple Juice, one of Libby's hundred famous foods. Yes, boys and girls, the sponsor of this program of thrills and fun is the maker of a swell-tasting pineapple juice that they want you to try. But right now, on Christmas Eve, Libby just wants to say this. Merry Christmas to you, one and all. And now, Terry and the Pirates. The little town of Min Chow is in panic as Terry and Pat Ryan draw near. The Moy Ben gas has already settled down and is slowly finding its way into every nook and cranny, eating all things made of steel, causing it to crumble and turn to a crisp, gritty, ash-like substance. I can, I can smell the Moy Ben gas, Terry. It's a peculiar odor, eh? Yeah. I remember smelling it up there at the laboratory when Hook gave a demonstration for dude and me. It smells like burning rubber. <coughs> yeah, like burning rubber, only worse. Feel all right, Pat? I understand this this gas doesn't hurt people. Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> I mean, that burning rubber smell is it's pretty bad, eh? Yeah. So I think you could almost cut it with a knife. There, what's that? Huh? What? Well, that's what's left of a street sign. With a pile of ashes. It's almost unbelievable, Pat. Hey, look. Look there, Terry. That building collapsed. Must have been some steel in the structure. What can we do? How can we stop this? I can't. It's too late. Well, where are we headed for? Let's get down the street to the army post. There's a lot of equipment down there. Yeah, that fire off that way is getting bigger. The gas must have eaten into the steel connection someplace. Yeah, there's no way of pumping water. The hose is no good without a nozzle, and... We'd better take a look at the airfield, the hangars, the airplanes. If the gas gets into a plane, it's probably goodbye to the motor and all the instruments. I wonder what he's saying. He can't do anything with these people. He's scared to death, and no wonder. He's an army officer. If he understands English, maybe I can tell him what's happened, and he can tell the people. It'll calm him down. Yeah, right you are. All right. Let me throw. Let us throw. Hey, hey. Kai Hang. Hey, pipe down a minute. Let me throw. Hey, Kai Hang. We got something to tell you. Do you understand English? Yes. I am Colonel Tusing. What is it? I want to tell you what's happened. Uh, I want to tell you what's caused all this trouble. Yes? Are you the Americans who live in the cabin on the hill? That's right. Listen, I'll make it snap. A lot of new kind of gas has been accidentally released into this town. It comes from the Army Gas Laboratory up there beyond the town. Yes? Now, then there's nothing that can be done. That is, unless these people have things made of steel that they can bury away from the gas. Well, tell them that. Tell them to go home, bury everything made of steel or iron. The gas won't harm the people, only metal. And tell them to hurry. They will. It is so... Come on, Terry. Terry, let's get over to the army post. Come on. 
Here, Pat. These used to be machine guns. See, it just goes to nothing. And over here, all this equipment. Can't tell what it is now. Now, let's go on across the lot to the hangars. The good thing dude isn't here. He'd be heartbroken. There's thousands and thousands of dollars worth of stuff for the Army, and it's all useless. Look here, this anti-aircraft gun. The bolts. I, I can crack them off. It's, it's like peanut brittle almost. You see that old Chinese fellow with the steel rim glasses? He kept falling off. He couldn't understand where the steel earpieces had gone to. Come here, Pat. Look at this. This was an automobile not more than 15 minutes ago. <laughs> I'll bet if you shook it... Hey, Commodore, English. You can't shoot at that gun. Well, look, look. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look here. This gun is only good as a club. Look. Looky. I don't know about that, but it's pretty nasty business. Come on, step along, Terry. Let's take a look in the hangars. Gee, can you imagine what would happen to cash registers and railroad trains, roller skates and razors and typewriters? Mm, this gas can cripple a town in no time at all. Think of what it would do to a steel mill, to battleships, elevators, office buildings. It's, it's terrible. The most ghastly weapon. Yes and no. Huh? If this gas can put war equipment out of order, how can people fight each other? Say, there's a thought, Terry, and not bad. Hey, come on. Let's duck into this hangar and see what goes. It is a fighter plane, Pat. Looks all right from here. Let's get a better look, Terry. That boy Ben Gas is in here. Yeah, that burnt rubber smell's still here. Now then, lend a hand with this collar. Take a look at the motor. Uh, well, what's happened? Yeah. Gas has been here first. Look at this chunk of steel casing. Looks swell, doesn't it? Nice and shiny. Hand me that stick over there. Yeah. Now then, watch. Golly, like breaking an egg. It's easy as that. <laughs> Old boy Ben didn't so proud when he dreamed up this gas attack, eh? $50,000 plane, bluey, so much junk. Gosh, I, I'm shaking like a... Seems like a nightmare. Can you imagine what an enemy could do with this stuff, this gas? The dragon lady would just about run all of China if she had the formula for turning out this. No wonder Kennington Hook was so anxious to get the formula papers and... And turn them over to the dragon lady. She'd certainly run things with a high hand, eh? Just what would she do, Pat? Well, that lady has so many irons in the fire, I'd hate to think where she'd start. She's doing a lot of smuggling along the Burma Road, I'll bet on that. Yeah, and there's possibly some hijacking, too. Well, with that more than gas, she could cripple every truck that came along the Burma Road, except her own outfits. Especially during the rainy season. That's when the gas really worked, remember? Remember how we saw Hook mix the gas with water, or, or rather moisture, and, and then it really turned steel to ashes? <laughs> Think of what this stuff could do to a bridge. Troops would be stopped at all rivers. Yeah, and I was thinking about powerhouses, water supply, and electric light plants. The big turbines would be as useless as these plane motors. Talk about a blackout. This gas does a job on a much bigger scale. But it's a weapon for peace as well as war, Pat. Yeah, but that's not the way men are built, Terry. We spend as much time being peaceful as we do making war would be wonderful. But that's not the way things work out. Well, here's a town ruined. The soldiers can't fight. They're alive and well. Maybe it'd be better if a town is destroyed this way. 
long as the people still live. Yeah. People can always build a town. Wonder where everybody is. Not much use of worrying about all this stuff. It's no good now. Boy, this is what I call knocking the props out from under a town in no time at all. Yeah, now we know how important steel is. We've had a mighty terrible lesson today, Terry. We've seen just what could happen if... I feel just a little bit frightened for the first time in my life. Yeah, same here. Let's go back to the cabin, Pat. We can't do anything here in Min Chow. I want to get away from all this. Min Chow's almost a ghost town. Only the people are here, but the place is worse off than if an air raid. Well, then, what did you find? Well, then, i talk about it, Burma. It's too terrible. You mean a lot of people? No, no, it's... As far as I know, nobody was hurt in the kind of the Moy Ben gas. But Min Chow is ruined. A few autos, a few planes, the guns, and the all-steel equipment at the Army Post, it's... Uh, well, toss your coat someplace and sit down near the fire. You don't have to talk about it. And for more reasons than one. Huh? What do you mean? Well, April and Connie have gone down to that little shack to bring old Dr. Moy Ben back here. I don't think we'd better tell him what's happened to Minshaw. Yeah, there's no use saying anything. At least not until he's well enough to understand what's happened. You know, I wonder if the doctor realizes how powerful that stuff was. I doubt it. After all, they've been experimenting in a small way this... Minchow business was the real thing. You know, a doc must have a great mind to invent a gas like that. Perhaps. Then again, he may have stumbled onto it by accident. It's the way most big things happen. Well, let's hope no more big things happen. I'll never sleep a wink after this business. I say, some other kind of gas might escape, and that'd be the end of it. Yeah, perhaps if we can't run away. I'd like to talk to Dr. Moy, Ben, and see what he has to say about the experiment. Well, there's no hurry about that. I'm still feeling creepy from that visit to Min Chow. Yeah. And, uh, let's forget Kennington Hook for a while, huh? He's locked in another room. Dude's in there with him for a minute. I'll be happy when the Army takes charge of Hook. Suits me, Werner. Well, what else? Well, as soon as you get your second wind, Terry, I, I've got a job for you. What's that? Oh, unless I'm mistaken, you and I cut down a very pretty Christmas tree a few days ago. Remember? Why, sure, I almost forgot. Well, that's natural enough. Sometimes difficult to remember Christmas when you're 10,000 miles away from home, but... Well, here we are, you and me and Pat and Jude and April. What's on your mind, Kitty? I want Terry to go out and get that tree and bring it in and set it up in the corner near the fireplace. Well, who's going to trim it and with what? I'll trim it, and with what? That's my business. (laughs) How's business? (laughs) Now, look, you big hooligan. Maybe I do have a lot of wisecrack ready for the public, but I'll manage with the ornaments. Now, don't worry about that. I haven't forgotten I was a gal who lived in a home in the United States, and I had a grandmother who could do right well with a spool of thread and some popcorn. Okay, okay, I believe you. Well, I'll fall asleep if I sit here very long. I'll go out and drag in the tree. It's about all the Christmas shopping I'll do this year. Pat. Yeah? Now, don't laugh at me, but... I'm just a bit sentimental now and then, and and this is a now, a big now. Uh-huh. Well, I, I don't care so much for myself. 
couldn't do him without even a Christmas card, but I'd like to give April and Terry a little something. Mm. I'm afraid Ming Chow is having too much trouble to make it easy for you to shop for a Christmas gift. Oh, I, I know, but I wasn't thinking of that. Well, of course, but there's no use having a Christmas tree without hanging up a stocking and some, something to put in it anyway. That's right. So you... Well, I was in town, Minshaw, a few days ago, and, and I got a present for Terry, and Connie brought something for me when he arrived here. I'm going to give it to April. Well, that's fine. But, Pat, please don't laugh when you see the gifts, will you? <laughs> they may seem silly, but, well, it's, it's Christmas, and I... Well, I just had to come through with something. It makes me feel better. Sure, sure, I know how it is. And I'm all for it. I only wish I could... Give you and Terry and Dude and April and Connie some little... <laughs> if that's a practice flight by Santa Claus, I hope he doesn't land in Min Chow just yet. He might never get off the ground with his plane load of toys. No, Pat, that wasn't Santa Claus. No such luck. It was somebody who means no good to any of our friends. We'll hear from that plane again even though it may not land in ruined Minchow. There's a surprising Christmas story awaiting you tomorrow, and I want to tell you about it. So stand by for this... So stand by for this first bit of good news. Once more, boys and girls, the sponsor of Terry and the Pirates wishes you a merry, merry Christmas. Libby, who makes that grand pineapple juice we tell you about, hopes you'll find just the thing you're looking for in your stocking or under the Christmas tree. Well, it's been a terrible day for Min Chow with the fantastic Moy Ben gas doing its worst. But Christmas is at hand. And I wonder what sort of gift Burma has for Terry and April. And then, too, we may at last meet the great Dr. Moy Ben. But most of all, let's listen again for that airplane. For it spells trouble and adventure on this transcribed program. So join us for sure tomorrow.